0: Hello, 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 hello. Let's see. Heather C needs to join. How is everybody? Happy 4th of July. It's the 4th. There's fireworks everywhere. They're legal in Florida, so all I hear is pop, pop, pop. Hello, hello. You, me, and my ex. What's up, Mark? You're in Peru right right now, I believe. Hi. Hi. How are you?
1: I'm good. And you?
0: I'm good. I'm good. So (laughs) you, me, and my ex came on yesterday. And hey, what's up, Mark? And I was blown away at how insane the and explosive this finale was. Like Caroline and Alex had this little party and it got, I don't want to say out of control. Control, I want to just say it kind of got insane, right? Like there were drinks thrown, there was fists thrown. There were people being asked to be protected by production. Like I I didn't even expect this much drama. And like, actually, to be honest, Alex and Caroline have been very chill all season, right? Like I feel like they've been just kind of doing their own thing, um, dealing with the pregnancy, raising their baby. And then all of a sudden, well, I mean, there was a little bit of a hiccup for the Bachelor party this season but I never imagined this much drama on the finale and it almost seemed like they weren't getting along did you feel like that did you feel like they were fighting
1: yeah but I think it was just like the stress of just bringing on a new addition um to the family you know what I mean I think that it gave them a lot going on in their lives plus you know i think tlc knew that this would really spark the ratings like that was some that was some fighting <laughs> that we saw it was that was like my favorite part of the whole show i'm not even gonna lie <laughs> I right? so I it was it was crazy
0: <laughs> i was really shocked at how crazy it got and like i said i wasn't really expecting a huge altercation like that like it was like a massive like the cops could have been called this is how crazy it got so i was just like holy crap this is insane but hold on i'm gonna invite some cast see if anybody wants to join so i'm gonna send some invites yeah so i do want to talk about april and roy because we found out six months after she was trying to get the divorce paper signed by by John who he went and changed some things in the divorce papers so we knew that there were going to be some issues but six months later we found out that they're still married they are still not divorced we don't know what she didn't really give us any background on why the papers weren't signed or what was going on but we found out that Roy is moving from Palm Springs back to North Carolina and he's going to be moving in with April and their son Tanner which this is kind of what we assumed was going to happen all along You know, we kind of assumed that they were going to find their way back to each other. And I think six months is a, a nice amount of time. Like April has spent six months on her own, taking care of herself, being a mom, you know, just being in her own skin, in her own space. So I feel like maybe this is a good thing. I feel like April moving in, well, not moving in, well, Roy moving back in with April under the same roof. I feel like they get along. You know from the matching tattoos to everything that they do together to sharing children you know like there isn't a lot that they haven't done together already so i'm kind of happy for her because she deserves to be happy and you know they say if you love someone let them go and if they come back to you that's that you were supposed to be with them right and i feel like that's exactly what happened with april and roy right
1: yeah i mean this is like a tricky thing because i mean i'm not going to sit here and try to tell people what to do with their lives you know (laughs) you know what i mean i feel like america does enough of that with all these um reality shows i really wanted to see like april just kind of like break apart from like everyone and just search and find her like who is april what is april want you know what i mean like i feel like anytime. April has had a moment it's always attached to one of these people that are in her inner circle yeah. it's always like Lauren or Roy or you know what I mean it's just what about who Who else is out there <laughs> who yeah. else is out of this dating circle um I, I think I was the most sad because I wanted to see her kind of flourish more and hang out with lauren but i'm very happy for lauren i'm glad that she found a significant other and that things seem to be working out really great um it just sucks because you know april said that she doesn't feel like you know they have much time for each other anymore but you know what that's what i said i feel like this could have been a perfect time instead of kind of bouncing between the two you know it's like you were with roy and you were probably always meant to be with roy they always had chemistry. Like you said, they had the matching tattoos, they had, you know, all this stuff. And it's like, I just feel like maybe they they shouldn't have fully separated. You know, I know she kind of like went her other way and got in another relationship, (laughs) but I don't know. Like, I I don't know. I feel like they probably should have just been together. The whole time
0: <laughs> yeah i feel like them being together is good It's it's gonna be good for her and they share children you know there's not much closer you can get with someone you yeah. know and they had that space he moved all the way to california and she still managed to keep him in her life she still visited him in palm springs they still talked all the time now i feel like this is just the right direction for her and you know she had to find she had to go through some frogs to get back to her prince. And and like I said, she thought Roy was a frog at first, but you know, Roy is actually, I think he's the right choice for her. He understands her and yeah. he takes her side. He lets her win, you know, and, and that's important in a relationship when somebody doesn't have to always be right. I feel like with John, he had to always yeah. be right. Nobody yeah. else's opinion was right. It was just, this is how I feel. This is he what's going
1: on. He needed to about. work on himself more yeah. as well. That's why I yeah. think they needed to step back and just kind of all figure out who they are. They needed a lot of like self-help, self-love, self, self, you know, just everything. They needed time to figure out what did they want and who they are as people, you know, is it meant to be? Is this relationship meant to be? Is this worth salvaging? And, you know, they, they couldn't get along for the longest time. They needed to probably take that moment and separate until they could be the bigger person and actually have an adult conversation and then they wouldn't have had so much banter back and forth, but I want to know. I noticed that Kenzie is on. I don't know if she's still there or not. Did we lose her? She's still there.
0: Um, I think we lost Kenzie. We lost Kenzie, <laughs> guys. <laughs>
1: uh, I was gonna say let's skip ahead to Kenzie, but <laughs> but she's not there, so we'll go ahead and take our time then. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, she might come back. I don't know. It's the 4th of July. I know people have a lot of preoccupied things going on. But I wanted to talk about it. I know it just happened last night, so I don't want to wait too long. Yeah. But speaking of Kenzie, we saw Kenzie finally talk to Mike. Not Mike. Talk to Matt about how she felt about Chelsea. And Chelsea was actually open and honest, and she finally said that she feels like she needs to save Matt from, I guess, anything that could hurt him and in in her mind that could be kenzie kenzie could be something that could hurt him and we don't understand how her logic works because i feel like kenzie is a positive influence on Matt. i feel like she's helping him grow as a person she's helping him grow up and be more responsible but you know chelsea remembers when she was with him he wasn't responsible he wasn't that person and i think that transformation is what is scaring Chelsea, because she's like, not only are you taking away my best friend, you're changing him into a different person. Like, he's not going to be that same person that I, I grew to love, that I call my best friend. We go drinking together. We do these things together. And I think it's harder for Chelsea to let him go as a friend than it was for Chelsea to let Matt go as a boyfriend. Do you feel like that? I feel like she was easily able to break up with him and just say that didn't work. But the friendship was so deep for Chelsea and Matt. I feel like she's having a really hard time letting go of the fact that he's not gonna be her best friend and she can't call him at three in the morning when she has an issue and she can't show up at his house whenever she wants because he's gonna be married, you know, and he's gonna be starting a family. And the person that he's becoming, she's feeling like there won't be room for her because in in actuality, Chelsea's not really growing she's kind of staying in the same place and there's no room for Chelsea as who she is to stay that way in Matt's life because he's progressing he's moving forward he's changing he's being more mature he's going to start a family he's getting married and he's just he's transitioning into a man you know and it's a little late but it's better late than never right I feel like there's never not enough time to to come into your own and become who you are but I just feel like Chelsea needs to really let go of Matt and I, I think she's done it as a boyfriend but she can't grasp the idea of letting go of him as a best friend and unfortunately it's really difficult because she's a woman and people are under the impression that men and women can't be best friends there's always something more there and even Kinsey said it she's like I don't believe you when you say that you don't have feelings for him I just don't believe you and even though she could be telling the truth her actions are making it hard to believe that
1: she's not period like it was never about being um a friend uh we did mention alex and caroline in the one comment but we will go back to them because we didn't talk about the whole thing so we will go back to alex and caroline but uh back to chelsea i think that she was using the fact as being a best friend as like a ploy to kind of act on her inner feelings because it wouldn't be appropriate if she would have been known as the ex-girlfriend that still had a crush on him trying to talk to him try to hang out when you're labeled a friend there's a little bit more of a pass that you can you know you can kind of use that to your advantage. You could be like, oh, no, no, we're just hanging out. We're friends, you know, (laughs) we're just friends. So it's okay. So the way she acted wasn't like if two best girlfriends were, you know, having a fight and something happened or whatever. No, she was devastated. Like she just found out that her crush or her boyfriend went and decided to spend the rest of his life with somebody else. Because how are you going to be like, I'm your best friend I love you I care about you I want the best intentions for you but right in front of the girl too like right in front of Kenzie she was just like but I'm gonna do everything in my power to make sure that you don't, <laughs> you don't marry him what if that's his key to happiness yeah. like how are you going to say what makes him happy just because you didn't make him happy yeah I don't know like I don't know I don't have an issue With Chelsea I mean I don't know her as a person I can't have an issue with people like I don't know but her character that was built on the show kind of irked me because if I was in Kenzie's shoes I would be pissed like point-blank first of all I wouldn't have her in my house I don't care if she was your sister brother cousins uncle's best friend like it doesn't matter you're not gonna be in my house And if you are i would be watching you like a hog like that's just how it is like the fact that she was just kind of like letting her be in her house knowing that she probably wanted to be with him and possibly try to take your man from you that's just too much you know what (laughs) i mean that's just way too much so i think that you know it's for the best i think that even though it's probably not how matt wanted it to pan out completely between everybody i think that it was for the best i think that um chelsea really needs to move on i think she needs to let matt go as a friend at least for right now until her feelings die down and step away and try to find other people to surround herself with because it is not, not healthy being with the person that you thought you were going to spend the rest of your life with.
0: Yeah. She said that, too. She was like, I'm watching him do the things that I thought we were going to do together. That's exactly what she said. And and she can't take the idea that he is doing those things just with someone else. And the fact that she said she had to protect him from Kinsey, I saw the look on Kinsey's face, and she's like, protect him from what?
1: Exactly. That's
0: so Right. me making him happy he needs to be protected from like me helping take care of his house cleaning teaching him how to pay the mortgage on time like she's chelsea, Kinsey is turning him into a man she's making him more mature he's she's making him into husband material and I, I i hate to say this but chelsea didn't do that for him and unfortunately Kinsey came in and she was able to turn him into the man that he he was supposed to be yeah and unfortunately He's, he's taking on that role. He's accepting the knowledge. He's accepting the support from Kinsey. And like you said, he doesn't know how to detach from from Chelsea because that's just something he's just so familiar with. She's always been there. She's always been the person that they can go drink and make bad decisions with. But he's in a, in a place in his life, he's not going to be making those bad decisions anymore. He's more mature. He's more responsible. So like she said, there's not going to be room for her in his life anymore and that's she's like mourning you know she's like literally in mourning she's like well i have to like say goodbye to my best friend she's like this is like a funeral like she looked like Kenzie's like i'm planning my wedding (laughs) chelsea's like right it's like a funeral like this is more of a funeral for her and it's it's hard though but i feel like this is the best way for her to move on it's kind of like that push like you go to the the pool and you're like i don't want to jump in and somebody runs up behind you and push you in the pool in, yeah this kind of what's happening like yeah. chelsea has got to get over him and kenzie is there with the ring on her finger and she's like girl get in the pool like she's pushing her in the pool like look this is what's happening get with it you know we're getting married you got to get you a life possibly a man you know some hobbies you know you get it get it together you know Do what you need to do to get over him but you can't be living in my house and coming to my house every day and being a part of our lives that's just weird you know like it's totally weird and it's like do you mean your ex really shows us how it's weird that exes can stay friends because everyone says like when you you break up you detach you move on i've said this before in interviews like people rarely ever have something positive to say about their ex like when you ask someone about anyone they dated in the past, even though at one point they thought they were going to marry this person and they were the best person in the world, they will probably say something negative because that's usually how relationships end and there's always bitterness there. So when you see people staying friends, you called it, you were like, there's feelings
1: involved. Well, and I think it, it, it is right in front of your face. It has the word X. <laughs> like they're ex for a reason. If it was going to work out, they'd still be in your life. I mean, it's simple as that. And the people that can't find the detachment, there's still some type of feelings there, whether or not they enjoyed each other's company, they have a love for one another, they couldn't find anybody else that was like that person. They just don't want to detach to them for some reason. Or They want to just put them, like, on a a back burner. And if, you know, something else happens, they have that person as a backup plan.
0: Oh, yeah. Because Chelsea did say something about that, too. She's like, I never thought in a million years he was going to get engaged and then start planning a wedding. Because I think in her mind, she was like, this isn't, you know, permanent. Great
1: text. X means exit. Yeah. That is so... True. <laughs> said, exit, exit out of my life.
0: <laughs> exit stage left. So right. Exit stage left. Take yourself and remove yourself and from be, my life. Okay. So
1: fair. Be fair to the person that you're with. Think about their feelings and how would they like it. You know.
0: But go ahead. You know, Sorry. elodie and DeAndre are no more. So, and yeah. I, I kind of felt like you knew that early on because you were like, I don't think they're gonna work out because he's yeah. not ready to have that, and she's a mom. And like, you don't, you can't change the fact that you're a mom. No, That's just something you are. Yeah. So you kind of yeah. called that from the beginning, and then we found out that DeAndre packed up and left Florida, and he's going back to Atlanta, and he has an apartment with Rowan and his mom. Is that is but that, that where we're going? About
1: getting a girlfriend though. Yeah. Who is going to date you when you live in with your mama and, and your ex? this whole situation red flag written right across the forehead
0: this whole situation yeah it's a huge red flag and the fact that he won't address the elephant in the room that he and rowan are probably have like really strong feelings for each other and no one will address it i guess his mom virgie is the only person who's really addressing the elephant in the room because she's like what's going on with y'all because clearly there's something going on here so where are we at with that and they're the ones ignoring the fact that they're probably supposed to be together and it's hard because i think that rowan is afraid to try that with him because she knows what happened in the past because when she found out that deandre was talking to other girls and, and got she and elodie got that dm the first thing she said was what well, did you do it were you talking to her and i was like well uh, that that makes it seem like there's some experience dealing with this with her because she was like because he was like well she'd sent to the m and she's like well were you talking to her were you hanging out with her what What did you do and and you know a best friend is normally like that is such a lie you would never do that but since they've been intimate before and they dated she was like well that kind of sounds like something that you would have done so what did you do and i was like see i think that's what's holding her back i feel like she she's close with him they have that bond but she knows that him changing and not doing the things that he did when they were together is is easier said than done. Because she's like, I can deal with you as a friend. I can't deal with you going out with other girls. I can't deal with getting DMs from people or calls or voicemails and that. She's like, because he does like to party. He's made it very clear he likes to go out, he likes to club. He likes to be on his social media. He has um, high-end parties, lots of girls, lots of photos, lots of things going on. And it can be misconstrued because if you think about it, DeAndre's Instagram doesn't have one photo of any woman on his page. The whole time he was with Elodie, you know, there was no photo. And I think Rowan had actually brought that up. She's like, you're you're making it appear that you're available. So even though you're in a relationship, it appears online. And when you go out to parties and everything, that there's nobody attached to you. And I think that was the main issue that Rowan had. She's like, you're gonna have to let people know we're together or we're not gonna be together. And I feel like that's how she got to where she was. And it's clear that DeAndre's not ready to settle down. And I, I there's nothing wrong with that. I think that if you're ready to if you're ready to settle down, that's one thing. But if you want to still have fun, that's another thing. But Elodie was like, Look, you gotta either be ready or you can't be ready. And I think her her moving on was the best thing for her because I mean, her baby's dad already said, I don't want this guy around my daughter anyway. So it was going to make things complicated. And why, why should you complicate things with her ex-husband, who she gets along with well, over a relationship that probably isn't going to last, right?
1: Yeah. Here's my thing with them. I, I like all of them, but I like them separately. I don't like Elodie and DeAndre as a couple only because i feel like elodie can do so, so much better and she is doing so much better she's thriving in her life in her new relationship and everything i feel like deandre is still trying to live that f-boy lifestyle i think that he likes to be out there flirtatious fun party life just Kind of like living it to the fullest, and she's more like, okay, we can go have a night on the town. But at the end of the day, I'm a mom. I need to be here to tuck my child in, say goodnight. You know, I might be able to go on a overnight trip, but I, you know, I still got you know my kid in the back <laughs> where I have to take care of. And he's like mentally not there. And there's nothing wrong with that. He's young, and he has a lot of learning to do. And the way that he hasn't fully finished his chapter with Rowan is also a big issue. Yeah. Because my thing is, is that first of all, they cannot have a solid relationship. Matter of fact, DeAndre can't have a solid relationship until he sits his mother down and you know rowan or whoever and says look this is where we're at this is what we're doing because his mom wants nothing but for him and rowan to be together and the way she couldn't even say elodie's name correct and he didn't even bother to correct her half the time it's like if this is the girl you're with and the girl that you want to be with you could at least be like hey yo mom like <laughs> her name is elodie <laughs> you know, like just, just making it sound like you actually care, not like, ah, ha, 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 you know, she messed the name up, you know, yeah, like, like, it Alicia, was,
0: like... like it was temporary, yeah, <laughs>
1: exactly. And I think that, you know, just to show that you care and that, you know, your feelings and her feelings are taken into consideration, um. You could tell that him being so close with Rowan bothered her, but yet again, he was very blunt and was just like, no, she was here and she's not going nowhere. So to me, that tells me that she's your top priority. So how are you even going to think about being a stepfather, let alone in another relationship when you're still kind of in a relationship with Rowan? (laughs) So... And he
0: said "He said in the interview, if you remember, he said, I can find another girlfriend, but I can't find another best friend. That's what he said to Elodie.
1: Exactly. And she
0: got up and left. But yeah, this she is was the, like, girl, you know the girl that you
1: love? Exactly. This is the girl that you say you want to be in a relationship with? No. Unfortunately, Elodie was the girl of the moment. She was the girl on his arm, the one he could take to the club, the one that he could go and, you know spend time with and we should have known because when she was having her surgery, who did she call the person that she was married to? Yeah. Because she knew that even though he had did her dirty in the past, she still was able to move past that and be like, okay, this is the father of my child. You know, he's overall a good person to me. Now we've worked through our differences. I know that he's not going to leave me handed. it. It wouldn't have killed Deandre to pick up his cell phone and drop no. a text. A Instagram chat a snapchat anything and say hey thinking about you how you doing how's your recovery D- did you want some company do you need anything I'm going out you know what I mean like just just a little bit just to say hey thinking of you send a heart emoji <laughs> like just anything something to just say I'm thinking about you and I care and I hope that your surgery went well and, yeah. and you know he didn't give her that and that should have been an you know indication to her that he wasn't ready to be a stepfather he couldn't even check on you so how's he gonna check on a little girl yeah
0: yeah i agree with everything i agree 100 i think that he's not ready to even really be in a serious relationship so being a stepdad is in a whole nother realm of of change and transition for him he's not even within like five years being ready for that. And I will say this. I respect him 100% for being honest and not wasting any more of Elodie's time. And I know like people are like, it. oh, well. Oh, well, he, he just, he was mean about it. And he was just like, but I respect the fact that he was like, look, you want something that I can't give you. So I want to make sure that I don't hold you here or string you along. Like he did say, look, I'm not ready to do that. I'm ready to try or show effort, I think is what he said. But he's like, I'm not ready to do that. So I respect that because There's people who lead people on. There are people who will tell people what they want to hear and just so they don't have to have that difficult conversation. They don't have to keep arguing about it. He didn't do that. I felt like she asked for a yes or no and he gave the yes or no. It wasn't what she wanted to hear, but at least she knew at that moment she could move on with a clear conscience and know that she did everything that she could to make that relationship work. It wasn't on her. She tried. She did everything that she could and he wasn't ready and she could walk away knowing that she did what she needed to do to save what they had and yeah it was nine months out of her life but she, she learned from it and what do you think about the fact that she's dating an older guy she didn't say how older she just said it's an older guy and he's more mature and he's bonding with her daughter like how do you feel about that
1: I mean I feel like if it works for her, it works for me. I mean, (laughs) she's the one that, you know, has to go to bed and wake up to him, not me, you know, and if, if she feels that he, you know, is taking care of her, if he feel, you know, she feels that, you know, he's not bringing the bull crap and that he's taking care of not only her, but her daughter and, you know, being courteous of everyone's feelings, then good for her. Half the time, unless it's, an underage moment Age ain't nothing but a number as you get older you know what I mean <laughs> like I, I know it's it sounds so like cliche and so weird to say nowadays because you know we're part of the whole you know younger people and all that but no I wasn't meaning that I was meaning the fact that you know they're both of age so I mean even if he's five years older you know whatever or two years older right if if he's right for her and he takes good care of her That's all that matters in the end
0: i think older is a safe choice because an older man understands the importance of family and relationships and he knows that going out yeah and going out to the club isn't where you're going to find the love of your life so like men you know they they do what they do in their 20s is what i hear you know in your 20s sometimes early 30s and then you realize how important it is that night at home with your woman and you're just watching tv and you're enjoying popcorn and you're eating and you're just relaxing that's that's a real relationship the people that you meet at the club they don't want that you know they they might not even call you the next day so I think her going a little older is probably best because she's more mature like I know Elodie's super young she's 28 years old um she's a mom but like in her mindset because even she said it she's like I'm not going out every night and partying she's like I like to be in my bed at night you know and tuck my daughter in you know enjoy a nice Netflix show so I feel like that's perfect for her it's right along the lines for that so he's going to be on the same level Mm -hmm. as she is so she doesn't have to worry about if he's ready he's clearly ready they're on the same page she does because dating these guys in their 20s it's like it's a hit or miss right like ladies are like he's he's successful but he's immature or he's mature but he doesn't know how to settle down he doesn't know how to be faithful like there's always something that they haven't nailed down yet like because they're still learning like guys mature way older Than women do. Women can be a 22 year old mom and she will be working, have her own place, her own car. She'll have her life in order at 22 years old. And it's like a guy will be barely living with his mom, like barely moved out, right? Like he has no idea what's going on. And it's like, look at DeAndre, he's moving back in with his mom at 28, you know? So it's like she's definitely going the right way. Like going a little older, there's nothing wrong with that. And maturity is what she's really reaching for. She has to find somebody who's on the same maturity level. Yeah, she's 28 years old. Elodie is super young. She's very successful. She works in real estate. She's but and she's a mom, but she has her life in order. And I think that's what that's what kept her and DeAndre apart. It is basically they're just not on the same maturity level. That's that's my opinion. Yeah. So, what do you think about the baby talk with Jennifer josh chantelle and danielle so josh and danielle are looking to expand their family and they want to add a new baby but danielle doesn't know if she wants to put her body through or if she can put her body through having another baby and we know that chantelle has beautiful healthy babies so she kind of asked chantelle if that would be something they would be willing to do and before the scene ended we saw a pregnancy test and we saw like prenatal vitamins but we didn't get any like actual concrete evidence of anything so we don't we know that they were not going the IVF way or anything they were going to do the same turkey baster way that they did um, with Camila so what do you think do you think this is a good idea because I know that they were living together for five months and that wasn't going well so I was wondering like being pregnant and living together would that be a horrible idea would that be a good idea like I'm worried about how well they're going to be getting along during that process, because I know pregnant women are not necessarily able to deal with a lot of crazy nonsense going around, you know, because they're already feeling, you know, a certain type of way and they're, un- they're uncomfortable and their food, sometimes the smell of food makes pregnant women feel sick. So it's like the idea of having all these different people around, I don't know if this is a good idea. What do you think?
1: Well, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's kind of starting to look like a sister-wife situation. <laughs> um, except, you know, that everybody is, you know, all trying to, to be with the same person. But I don't know. I, I think that it's great. That they want to expand their family as they should you know i mean if if you are trying to build your family and you have the means to do it and the time and the the heart the home all that great stuff then please yes by all means you know stack your family (laughs) but (laughs) the only thing that i'm like trying to see how this part works is that okay Chantel carried camila chantelle is married to jennifer mm. jennifer's ex got chantelle pregnant and then but she already had kids with him as well yeah. so i kind of get that dynamic where even if jennifer wasn't part of that situation like there was no egg or whatever to me that's still kind of it kind of went because they, they're going to share the same baby's father right which I guess he's also the father, cause don't they have other kids too?
0: Yeah, Josh and Danielle. Have okay, yeah, they have well, his yeah.
1: Okay, so I mean, I guess it's kind of the same situation, but except for Chantel, like, yeah, if there's no like egg placement or anything like that, and it's just straight through Chantel's body and then Josh's stuff, <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, it it's it's just like Camila. It's like, wouldn't that just be Josh and Chantel's baby? Like, I don't know. Like, and then they're handing obviously the baby to Danielle. Danielle. That's the only thing that I'm like, I can't find that connection other than just finding love, peace, joy, and, you know, giving the gift of life to somebody. Like- I mean,
0: it's kind of the same as like a surrogate, right? Kind of, but not really. But
1: don't they because use, like when they do surrogacy, don't they use something of the mothers?
0: Well, yeah, depending. So that way it's
1: through. kind of like the, the person carrying the baby is more like just like the shell or the oven, so to speak. Well, <laughs> the one yeah, that's yeah. kind of holding or cooking no, the yeah. baby. And yeah, then.
0: Use her eggs. Yeah. yeah you're right. So yeah, the baby would actually not be related to Danielle at all. Um,
1: other but then sharing fa- the father, father of her, of her other children. kids. Yes. But then it kind of puts in the whole perspective of what um, Jennifer and Chantel are going through. Well, what if there's a separation?
0: Right.
1: You know, like if something happens, God forbid, how does that work? Or let's say Chantel gets upset and angry with the whole family, doesn't want anything to do with it. She would probably have legal right to just take that baby. And then what? so that was my only thing like I love this family they're like one of my favorites ever but I just like I think that it's like if you put stuff out there and people are not aware of it it's okay to question it's okay to have questions it's okay to ask because that's how you educate yourself it's not so much just saying I don't think you should do this because this is this or the other it's more like please educate me make me understand so that way I'm just trying to put everything on a board i'm just trying to put like all my p's and q's together and say okay so if this is this and this is this where would this go because with the with the jennifer and the chantelle situation there was a birth certificate where they were able to put jennifer and chantelle as like mom and mom you know whatever and that would work and she could probably go to court and fight that as hey i'm you know no Dee, Dee, i'm not saying that i think Chantel will ever do it i'm just speaking like in general like i i don't think Chantel will either i think that she's a great person i think that she truly loves his family and all their children and all of them deeply i was just talking like generalization like if this situation was just anybody in the world how would this work without like some type of like money involved or like legal to to protect the rights of all involved because it's not it's you're not giving a baby to right so that's a lot
0: it's not too late to have something written up like i think that that's kind of what jennifer brought up this season she's like well we should at least know what our rights are if something goes wrong because yeah. we can't always assume everything is going to go right you know because even her family, her own mom said, this is going to go wrong. Like, everybody thinks what you guys are doing is not going to last forever. So I think there, it's not too late. Like, maybe they could have some papers drawn up. You know how people, before they get married, they have a, a prenuptial agreement drawn up. And there's um custody agreements drawn up between two people when things don't work out. Kind of do it pre prehand so it doesn't take effect or matter unless something goes wrong. Because I do think it's important to make sure that the rights of the parents are respected because like you said the child would belong to josh and Chantel, who are not together so say something happens Chantel would be able to take those children and leave you know and then the people who the child was being raised by fully aren't a part of that child's life and or only the father like it's it's gonna get messy if something goes wrong like you said i don't think that it would go wrong but we can't always assume the best you know, we, they always say plan for the worst and hope for the best. So I think Jennifer was right. There should be something written down that everyone agrees to and signs in case anything goes wrong. Because once things go wrong that's when it's hard to have a conversation because when people are going through a divorce their com- communication level is super low like there, it's everything turns into a screaming match and an argument and a fight because they don't get along anymore so while everybody is in a good place this would be mm-hmm. the good time to, to get that agreement down signed looked over by a lawyer and make sure everybody is going to come out with the rights that they want and deserve. Because the only person that's gonna lose here will be the children, you know? The child is gonna grow attached to having these people around them as their immediate family. And if something was to go wrong, that right should be protected.
1: Exactly. It's a shame that we can't get any of them to come online and join because I feel like they're very open about their family dynamic and that they would answer any questions that people would have because they are very open especially Danielle and Jennifer you know they always say (laughs) take them anywhere and they tell their whole life story to people but you know like I said I don't think that it's so wrong to ask questions as long as it's in a tasteful manner you know that's how like I said earlier that's how you educate yourself you'll never know if you don't inquire or ask and as long Mm -hmm. as you're not passing along judgment or making them feel anything less than hey Kim then i think that there's nothing wrong with saying hey you know i was just wondering how would this work for your family they might look at it as like a brady bunch situation and you know they just raise them all together as one big happy family so i don't know we would need some clarification so if they're out there somewhere please join our live and answer our questions
0: (laughs) yeah i would love to know i spelled that wrong i would love to know because the whole season kind of focused on that because i kind of want to know if they actually did go to the lawyer and get some clarification on the answers hey kim on the answers that they wanted hey bestie because i mean it, it's always good to know before something goes wrong i always feel like there should be- be a, a plan a b and c you know your your plan a is what you want to happen plan b is if something goes wrong and plan c is if it all just blows up in your face right so you should have all directions covered and hopefully they did because i don't know i feel like they're probably going to go through with having this baby but tlc is really slick because i remember christina and Jessica and they, they, the baby and they hid everything. So if um Chantel is pregnant, we'll never know until the new season, right? I feel mm-hmm. like they're so good at hiding things. We'll never know what's going on because I remember when Christina came back with her baby and we were like, she was pregnant. What right. did that happen? They were so good at hiding that. And I was like, how do you manage Married to hide an entire pregnancy? And right, pregnant. <laughs> right. So I feel like if this is the case, that's definitely gonna be hidden from us. So they we're gonna come back next season and we're gonna see it. Speaking of another baby, so what about Alex and Caroline? Okay,
1: come on, everybody, where y'all at? You, yeah, how about you ask Alex for the and Caroline? Video. We're here because
0: now it appears right after Bowen was born, you know they were they were literally just having the sip and see, the after birth baby shower, and after that crazy confrontation and fists were thrown and drinks were thrown and. Just a craziness. We found out that Caroline is pregnant again. I'm pretty sure she is, right? It wasn't she. We wondered. I, I'm pretty sure she is, right?
1: I, I felt like that was a confirmation. I thought that. Yeah, what we I were did getting.
0: too. Like, so she's expecting another baby, and I don't know how this is gonna go because it, it definitely seems like Stephen is definitely driving lots of problems into their their marriage and relationship. Like, right? I feel like Steven was the one who brought the stripper to the bachelor party. He's the one that brought Patrick to the sip and see. Like, Steven is kind of the underlying issue in their relationship and in their marriage. He doesn't know how to stay out of things and stop causing problems. And we're just seeing how negatively it can affect Alex and Caroline when the issues that Alex had with Patrick, I guess he said, were separate from from Caroline. And he didn't want Caroline to get involved. And Caroline was like, well, We're married so anything that he does to you he does to me so she looked at it as i was defending you and then alex is like you can't defend me because he didn't do anything to you then it just got crazy right it just got insane the producers were asked to protect people who were being thrown (laughs) over tables it just got it just got insane hey mark
1: you know i was like i don't know i felt like this season of them I don't want to say dry but i felt like because of them bringing um baby bowen on board they didn't really get a chance to do too much with them Mm -hmm. so i felt like um they weren't really focusing on them as much as they were trying to push like you know roy and april or um elodie and deandre i feel like they were kind of brought more into our our faces (laughs) but Mm -hmm. i feel like that scene they just like Dominated the whole season. Like yeah. I was just like, first of all, I was like, was I in my phone or something? Because I was like, where did this drama even come from? No, it's, it's just like, kinda, it kind
0: of it kind of erupted out of nowhere. Like, yeah, oh, it did. It erupted oh out God. of
1: nowhere. Like there's this guy, and then he's all up on Stephen, and then he's trying to fight Alex, and then Caroline is about to go after this other dude, and I'm like, whoa poor baby Bowen where's he at he's like in another room chilling like what is happening like this is supposed to be uh embrace your baby and not bring the drama and they should know that anytime you bring the ex for exit we'll go ahead and use DD's Dee line there <laughs> anytime you go ahead and bring them out that it was going to be a problem it was going to be a problem because steven i don't want to say he's messy but he, he's he's kind of messy. messy he's messy.
0: messy he brought yeah. that stripper and then after he brought the stripper he was like i don't know how the stripper got there he literally looked him in his face and said i don't know how the stripper got there after he sold us in the interview he hired the stripper he's messy he really is messy he likes
1: to mess with caroline a lot mm-hmm. and it's a
0: game to him it's a game
1: i just like I know when we were covering the episode, I had said that I just wanted Caroline to realize that regardless of Stephen's presence, even if it does, like, annoy her, like, I honestly think that, like, oh, I can't can't say not to bother her because you can't tell people how to feel. You know, I mean, if it bothers her, it bothers her. But I just feel like she should be secure with herself in her relationship because you married him you have have a baby with him and now another one on the way which congratulations to both of them you have cat together you have you know apartment house together i think that it's okay steven is there but i don't think you have anything to worry about steven probably has something to worry about if he ever wanted to try to get back with alex but I, I really think that you know she has the upper hand on this, and you know I don't fault her for having her husband's back when she threw a drink on him because I don't know I like the way She did it, it was kind of like slick. She was just like, okay, cheese, and then just like tossed the drink over. Like, I didn't even see that coming. So I thought that was like really cool. I'm like, okay, that was like a classy way of getting back at somebody, but it's not like she like was like a real housewife situation (laughs) where she just tossed it. Like she was she was like classy about it, but I don't know they should have known by inviting all of the exes and stuff to a baby shower was not going to work out
0: it was not going to work out because just
1: because like if he okay if alex said caroline no your mom and stuff cannot come because of how caroline's mom addressed alex then it should go the same way then no Steven sure as heck isn't allowed to come to the party because he's just his drama is my mama that's what i would have to say so yeah. it's gonna be fair and you know what party probably would have been so good because well, there wouldn't have been drama don't yeah. invite the people that cause drama in your I, life
0: it's i don't think anybody had fun at the party everybody looked like they were dodging tables and flying drinks like people were just like i don't know where to stand because i don't want to get punched or hit with so like <laughs> it was insane i've never seen any type of baby shower type party that ended like that like i said the police could it could have ended in people getting arrested that's how crazy that party got and i was just like the exes all being there and it's funny because like you said they discussed who should be there and who shouldn't be there and then it still ended up being full of people who shouldn't have been there on both ends right because Caroline invited the, the girl that she invited and he didn't want her there and alex invited Stephen, which obviously Alex should have known not to invite Stephen. Stephen shouldn't be invited to anything at this point. Yeah. Stephen is untrustworthy. Like Stephen always shows up and he's, he's like that person that brings someone to the party that they know you don't like and then they pretend, oh he's Jackie Christie. Jackie <laughs> Christie, okay? So if y'all watch um, at Basketball Lives, he's Jackie Christie. He just he brings somebody to the party knowing that y'all don't get along and then sick you on each other and then sit back and watch you guys go at it. That's basically what he did. And that's not fair because this should have been a nice party where they could have gotten some baby shower gifts for Bowen and everybody left, drink no drinks in their faces, no bruises on their bodies, right? But that's not what happened.
1: That's very true. I don't know. This was one hell of a ride, let me tell you. Like, I really like this show. I think I like it because it is so ridiculous. I mean, most case scenarios, you look at it and you're like, how is this a thing like how are these people living successful lives and relationships when they still have their past haunting them so I just love this show like and I think that's what a lot of people don't understand is that it's called reality TV it is based on real or true or actual events some stuff is scripted and you know put there for entertainment purposes. And I think everybody just like their opinions are so crazy and people just, they go off the wall. If you read like comments and stuff that people say on the show, it's like, it's for entertainment purposes. It's to entertain you. It's not to like make your life just stop and be like, Oh my God. You know what I mean? Like that's why I think it's fun to like actually have discussions and talk about all of it because it's like, it's a it's a good time it was a fun show to watch it's nothing to take like seriously and even though these are people in their real lives you know they're living it not you they have to deal with the consequences they have to deal with the backlash they have to deal with answering to whoever so it's like it's it's not your part to sit there and pass judgment on others it's solely just opinion based So anything that I know, and I'm speaking for myself, anything that I have ever said on any one of these shows is just solely my opinion. And it's it's just like like what I get for just watching it like a normal person, like anybody else
0: in America. It's my favorite type of drama. It doesn't involve me. So I can just sit back (laughs) and watch and judge and just laugh because at the end of the day, those problems are not my problems I just love to watch but I do I appreciate and respect the people who let us into their lives because that's hard to like let yeah. people into your life and you and it's complicated it's like you're letting us judge you and I, I respect people who let us you know get a little view into their 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 lives like Elodie and DeAndre and and the the blended bunch um Jennifer Chantel Josh and then actually Kenzie Chelsea and Matt this season that was a really crazy situation she was living in the house and she had feelings like I just appreciate being able to watch this drama because like I said if it's not my drama I'm all locked in you know I'm I'm locked in I want to see how it goes and I like we don't condone violence but I enjoyed watching the confrontation on the finale last night I hope everything left everyone left okay no one was hurt but like I said I don't condone it but it didn't involve me so i got my popcorn and i watched it because it was interesting and it was entertaining and i think that was the, the objective to be entertained and that was probably the most entertaining finale of a spinoff tlc show that i've seen in a long time that was really good like i didn't get up to get a drink refill or anything
1: Goal is to bring back to season three, and if they didn't leave you with some type of wanting more or cliffhanger, then we would be done with the show and we wouldn't be talking about it now. So obviously we were ready for a season three, and yeah,
0: <laughs> I can't know, wait. You know, they
1: pump them out as quickly as they do, 90 Day Fiance, we'd have one like every other
0: week. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait. And some people on Twitter said that maybe Elodie could come back for season three because it's kind of her and her ex already, her and Darian, because they're really close. And then she could bring her new boyfriend on and then it could be you, me, and my ex with her. Because no. a lot of people are like, it's kind of the same thing, right? Because she's super close with her ex and then she's dating someone else. You don't think so? No.
1: It's not the same thing. It's not the same thing because she she respects the boundaries. She The only thing that was like kind of like questionable was how he was taking care of her during her surgery. I feel that i feel that like that was the only thing she was in a relationship and she could have asked deandre to help her but she wanted him and he was kind of taking care of her like that was his wife still so that's the only thing that i would think that would like cross the line but on an everyday basis no i think it's basically just a lot of like co-parenting i think that it's a lot of like okay you know what, um, you're going to come and pick up our daughter at this time, bring her back this time, you know, Hey, let's do an organized birthday party. But I don't think it's anything like how Rowan and Deandre or, you know, April Lauren and their situation yeah. to me, I did not get that other than him taking care of her. That, yeah. was, it. I mean, that was it. I can't base they are on close. based on that.
0: Yeah. I mean, they are close but sharing a child you can't really get much closer than that like you said well yeah it's going to be that but but yeah season 3 i hope so this this is one of my favorite spinoff shows or the different shows that they put out on TLC um i i think the idea of people being close with their exes are always going to be out of the far realm of norm for everybody so i think watching it is just it's just entertaining for me because i love the side eyes i think kenzie was the queen of side eye this season like every time chelsea said something or matt said something about chelsea Kinzie had like the biggest side eye she was just like i'm so sick of this and she like always was giving side. Eyes. so that's what i love about the show because when the exes and are talking to the current person the the person is like giving them side eye. that's my favorite part it's like <laughs> the unspoken entertainment of the season because they're like looking out the side they're like shut up you know like shut up i'm sick <laughs> yeah. at you
1: oh like,
0: yeah, literally yeah, Scott and Liz, yeah. Oh,
1: that's, Lord. You That's another the, chapter. That's all
0: there's, <laughs> yeah, there's a live on my page that we did last night and Scott was on. If you haven't watched that, check that out. It's crazy. <laughs> Warning, Scott used a lot of F-bombs. A lot. I lost count. But he did tell us a lot and he is dating someone. So, or talking to someone. So, check that out. All right, guys. So, that's it. That's the end of You, Me, and Your Ex Season 2. Thank you so much. Heather C for joining me this season. And like you said, mm-hmm. we'll be back for season three because we're hooked. We love the entertainment. And Alex and Caroline are going to be showing us a new baby next season. So I'm excited for that. And maybe April and Roy could be back somehow, mm-hmm. like if there's an ex in there. I highly mm-hmm. doubt they would ever film anything with John again. though. I feel like John is done with this group. They need some group. new people.
1: That's where yeah. they go wrong. They need new people to keep it fresh.
0: Yeah. That's true. Let's get some new people, some new craziness, some new um, weird relationships and weird closeness between people. And then we'll get our popcorn and we'll try our drinks and we'll be ready.
1: And happy 4th of July to everybody. Thank you for spending your evening with us. And I've had a blast. Thank you for having me on.
0: You're welcome. Thank you. Now,
1: everybody go and watch the fireworks. Happy 4th. We'll
0: talk to you all really soon.
1: Bye.